0: I don't like podcasts. They're coarse and they're irritating and they get uh, everywhere.
1: Not like Highlight you. Jackson <laughs> McMurray. My name is Adelaide McMurray.
2: My name is Keja McMurray.
0: And this is No Nerds Allowed Star Wars again. <laughs> <laughs> It wasn't Star Wars. <laughs> what was star that? Star Wars go? <laughs> mm, mm-mm.
2: Mm-mm. I can see. I close my eyes and the text pro It could
0: go <laughs> yeah. in and go in. Like, <laughs> what a
2: Star Wars <normal song> that,
0: <like. laughs> not
1: That's it. That's exactly So,
0: it. How many openings is just
1: going to be us screaming different songs? <laughs>
0: Every Star Wars episode, because all fair. Star Wars music is great.
1: Has screenable um, music.
0: Today we are here with a special guest, Keisha Rhodes. Keisha?
2: It me, yes. How do you
0: feel being on our second ever Star Wars episode?
2: Um, I feel okay. I would have felt better if I could be on the RoboCop, first ever RoboCop episode. <laughs> God,
3: you I could still be. It was,
2: I can't okay, watch RoboCop again. the dock. Okay, just speak from your memory then. (laughs) (laughs) I'll watch it again. Why can't you watch?
0: Wait, why can't you watch RoboCop again?
1: (laughs) RoboCop's fucked up, dog. Yes, it's (laughs) it's so good.
0: RoboCop was too. So it's a marriage story, but.
1: Listen, a guy gets <laughs> shot apart by gangsters, and another guy jumps out a window, no. and another guy gets acid dumped onto him. No, and he, he does not
2: get he doesn't get shot up by gangsters. He gets shot up by the corporation.
1: Uh, he gets shot up
0: by a stop-motion robot.
1: <laughs> who's kind of and adorable. Turn, <laughs> who kind of looks <gasps> like what? a big robot. He looks like a big like bunny.
0: <laughs> okay, if you say so. Anyway. Um so Keisha, you don't, do you have anything online that you want to plug that you want to direct people towards?
2: Um, yeah, I do. The Bible. Uh, during these trying times, <laughs> if you have any spare money, I encourage you to donate <laughs> to Big Table. Because right, they work enough. with the restaurant industry and those guys need help right now. Mm-hmm. Well, you could
0: also check out Keisha's video on YouTube where she talks about whether or not you have Jake Paul syndrome. That's a good one. Well,
2: there's also another one where I talk about Eggamoles, which was my parody on Hatchamoles. That's right.
0: <laughs> I don't think all I've of, seen that one.
2: All it's of a my good content one. is is pointed towards middle schoolers.
1: So. <laughs> <laughs> which is honestly so, the key demographic.
0: <laughs> so okay. We're starting our Star Wars talk. It's my understanding that you watched most of phantom menace before you realized we were watching attack of the Clones. only a third
2: only a third which is not okay.
0: how was that experience how did the flash forward treat you
2: <laughs> i was like wow this kid's so tall what happened to him? <laughs> what happened to, what where's a yeah i don't know It was fine
1: it was, well, so this is Obi-Wan's this is attack actually of the
0: Clothes. in this movie <laughs> Um, this is Attack of the Clones, the second movie ever made that is about Star Wars. The
2: second movie uh-huh. ever made. Uh-huh.
0: Also true. It, okay, but fun fact, it was also the first movie ever made completely with a digital camera.
1: And that's don't very obvious. Baby. Yeah, and yeah, that's quiet. <laughs> it
0: looks like bad. shit. <laughs>
2: yeah. Like, there were many now, times where throughout the movie I was like, is this literally just a painting?
1: like yeah is this a video game like what right. there's only
0: two the part of the appeal of digital cinematography when it was first starting to be a thing was that you could have this infinite depth of field right which is not possible on a on a film camera on a digital camera you can have everything that the camera is picking up all be equally in focus all at the same time which is cool if you're using that conscientiously But when it was brand new, and it just kind of seemed new and different, and George Lucas took a look at it and was like, oh, yeah, that's pretty cool. You could fit a thousand
2: ships into that.
0: It it looks horrible if you're not, like, doing it on purpose. There are so many bits where, like, it's just like a close-up on a character, but you can see everything in the background (laughs) exactly as crisply as you can see Hayden Christensen's face. And it looks... So whack. Um is just I don't know. And, and it's something that we're have learned to just not really do anymore, I guess. Like and
1: there's so people don't really shots.
0: use that effect.
1: There's so many shots where literally they're the only thing that's real is like two actors on screen and then everything else is not real. And it or, looks one bad. or one actor. Like, no right. and or a one actor. Sometimes no actor. You would He's just up there
2: by himself the and whole sometimes time.
1: Sometimes they just animate C3PO really poorly and they're like, We did it, we'll call it a day.
2: <laughs> or it's like, you know, we sometimes. have an actor walking around in a costume, but we're just gonna toss him around this weird factory scene for some reason.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Apparently, okay, speaking of the factory. The factory sequence. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Upon yeah, my medium level. deep dive of trivia knowledge about this movie, apparently all of the real life actor filming for that sequence was done in about forty minutes on a green screen. <laughs> wow! Because it was very late in the reshoots process. <laughs> wow! So literally, it was like a fraction of a day where they are just like, okay, we got Natalie Portman and Hayden Christensen just kind of run around and trip on some stuff and like, yeah. duck, we'll call it a duck, day.
2: Roll, roll. You're inside a giant tube. Your arm stuck. Your arm <laughs> stuck. <laughs> but it's not going to get cut off like you think. Uh-oh.
3: Watch
0: out. You're going to get crushed. Move now. Move now. Now you're going to get crushed. Hayden.
1: Hayden, hey, come on. Like, we got 20 her, more minutes it, on this it, set and then we have to tear it down.
0: Except it's George Lucas, so it's more like, uh, heating for this next job, and you're gonna jump to the side as if there was a giant uh, arm coming down to chop off your body. To be fair, most of
1: that scene is just Natalie Portman trying to get out of like a big cup. (laughs) Right? And then she does.
2: (laughs) And we get to find out that R2D2 can fly, and that's fun.
1: He's, why doesn't he do that any other time? Uh, new okay. things that R2-D2 can do. He can fly. <laughs> he can not care whether C-3PO lives or dies.
0: Right. No, he a cable. Cable.
1: That ain't new.
0: Um, okay, Keisha, you and I are fundamentally opposed, I think, on whether or not R2-D2 should fly. <laughs> if you ask me, R2-D2 should roll around and stick his weird little arm in walls... <laughs> And that's it. That is the only thing R2-D2 okay. should be doing. No,
2: no, no. No, no, no. We all know that R2-D2 is the real, the true hero, the true chosen <laughs> one of this saga. He's
1: the true who's, Skywalker. Is he a,
2: who is it, who's in every single episode of Star Wars? It's not Luke. It's not Anakin. It's
1: R two D two. That's fair.
0: That's really fair. But also C three PO, Kija. You can't forget three PO Yeah,
2: but C three PO C three PO is a Han Solo type, you see. Like is- he's like the swashbuckling <laughs> rogue.
0: He is he is kind of a rogue.
2: Uh-huh. Um
0: I hate it. You know it how many in...
2: ladies wanted to get together with
1: 3PO? 3PO. That
2: one. Here's the benefit of me watching Phantom Menace is there's that sexy silver 3PO. Yeah, 3PO droid who's like Oh, oh yeah,
0: TC4. The Jedi
2: Masters are here. Na-na-na. it's like, why is she sexy? <laughs> she...
1: <laughs> Keisha, it. I have some terrible news for you.
0: Okay, Keisha. She's not that Keisha. sexy. <laughs> Keisha, okay, okay here's she's... a game, Keisha. <laughs> Fuck Mary kill. <laughs> TC-14, C-3PO, R2-D2.
2: Okay, obviously marry R2-D2. Obviously, okay. obviously. Duh. But then, fuck C-3PO.
1: Really? Wait, no. what? Wait, you, really? wait,
2: wait, 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 wait.
1: <laughs> Tisha, <laughs> I told
2: what?
0: you
1: he's a swashbuckling rogue! <laughs> <laughs> this isn't your fanfiction, this is real life.
0: <laughs> Can you imagine what C-3PO would sound like having sex? <laughs> He speaks all languages. He speaks every language.
3: He's
2: international. Every single one.
0: <laughs> so, okay. So you would kill TC-14. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. The well, one that she, you
2: I just said was so sexy. She works I, I for the Trade Confederation. That. She. Okay. <laughs> I'm not a... Tr- I know who, where my allegiances are though.
0: <laughs> with, the, with the Jedi Council.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because oh, they're um, not flawed.
0: How yeah, whack exactly. do you think it would have been in two thousand one to hear the title "Star Wars Episode Two: Attack of the Clones" for the first time?
1: i just be like, what?
0: Like the fuck? Attack? There are clones, clones now. Clones of
1: what? Clones? Who's a clone?
0: Who's a clone? Why are there clones now? Imagine and like, the whole Anakin movie's about clone. him. Clone. Maybe he was. Uh-huh. Palpatine was a clone,
1: uh-huh. and
0: Snoke was a clone,
1: uh-huh.
0: and Spider Man was a clone.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> Luke could be. Who else is a clone?
0: Um, Spider Man again. Again, several times actually. Um, Paul Rudd in that TV show. You're right. That the oh, name yeah, of it Paul I can't Rudd. remember.
1: Yeah.
0: What uh, about with um, yourself? There's a Weird Al song about clones, so I would imagine in the music video there's a Weird Al clone.
1: That makes sense. Um, I'd buy
0: that. Other clones include...
2: <laughs> Too many clones, that, that episode of Jimmy Neutron. You're right. Right, there's you're a Jimmy right, Neutron episode.
0: Right. Uh, Dolly the sheep.
2: You're right. Right? Uh, is
0: that right? Poor,
2: who is poor probably Dolly. still alive. No, is that, no, super dead. Super oh, dead? Am super I remembering
0: dead? that correctly? Oh, Wait, was Dolly the sheep the clone, or was she the one who got cloned?
2: No, Dolly was the clone. She was named after Dolly Parton.
0: Right, because they took the DNA from her mammaries.
2: Um, yeah 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 from Dolly Parton yeah from Parton, Dolly Parton put them into memories. a sheep
0: yes um, Dolly
1: Parton is a sheep yeah
0: okay so Adeline Jolene and I isn't
1: the sheep though and that's are... what's
0: interesting <laughs> Adeline and I are in the unique position of watching this right off the heels of our attack of the clone or our um, Phantom Menace episode so here's what I have to say right off the bat about
1: this attack film. of the
0: clones At least the stakes are clear at the beginning of this one. Yes. Like, this movie opens up and it's like, oh, they're about to make an important political decision and Padme's gonna get killed. So the Jedi are there to protect her and maybe figure out who killed her. You're like, that's tight. I totally understand what's going on. At the beginning of Phantom Menace, it's like, oh, here are two characters you don't know. And they're on a spaceship with a bunch of other characters you don't know, and they're negotiating about something, but then there's some gas and some droids, and then there's a racist alien that you don't know what his deal is, and, like, that's, like, like, the whole opening 20 aliens. minutes of the movie. Yeah, and you're like, I don't- I'm not invested in any of this, but this movie, I feel like they take a really definitive step in the right direction to just be like, here's what's going on. Like, here's yeah, this is what we're really doing. a really clear situation that you can follow
1: (laughs) it is very clear the one thing (laughs) the one thing that no prequel movies are really that clear about we figured it out but it took us at least 10 minutes of talking about it is what the fuck padme's job even is because she's the queen of naboo at like 12 so Mm -hmm. that assumes that she wasn't the youngest queen which is fucked up. You keep saying but 12. Anyway, she was
0: not 12 in Phantom Menace. She
1: has to be at least, okay. 14 is acceptable for her to be in love with a 10-year-old. If she is 18, I'm calling the police. It's
0: not ex- it's not acceptable. Just move on. Okay,
1: anyway. anyway. <laughs> Their relationship
0: is inappropriate. Their relationship <laughs> yes. is gross. Yeah.
2: Anyway, but then they, now- well, I don't know why it's called Attack of the Clones, because Star Wars Anakin <laughs> seduces his babysitter didn't test well. <laughs> <laughs>
1: parents didn't like it we were really shocked (laughs) anyway this
2: is highly inappropriate
1: right (laughs) but so she's okay now she's no longer the queen someone else is the queen and she is now the senator and only then after talking about for 10 minutes you realize that queen is like the president but we can't call it the president we have to call it the queen and instead of being the queen now she's just a senator even though she was doing this as the queen earlier it doesn't make any sense.
0: No, because, yeah, that's what's weird, is that she was the queen and a senator before. The queen, presumably, is an elected position. Yes. Mm-hmm. So you would assume that her being a queen was what let her be a senator in the galactic well, government. They
2: talk about how the this new queen, the new queen, is like, oh, I want you to act, serve as a senator. And I feel like it's like senator slash ambassador vibes. Okay, okay.
0: Yeah. So she's been bequeathed this particular position by the new queen
1: yeah man i I sure wish the movie would tell me that it Um, did (laughs) (laughs) when i was like no
2: it's fully all exposition (laughs) (laughs)
0: um also okay let's talk about yoda let's talk about yoda in this film
1: what a fun little green guy
0: he looks Uh very bad Uh uh-huh he looks like a nightmare um i miss the puppet I was telling Adeline, like, you know how when you're watching, like, the the behind-the-scenes on a DVD of a modern blockbuster and they show you the, like, VFX compositing montage and a little line will, like, slide across the screen and it'll go from, like, nothing to, like, a Nintendo 64 game to, like, something that looks kind of weird and then, like, the final result that is the movie? Like, Yoda in this movie looks like it needs one more slide. It needs to go mm. go forward one more step and then it's yeah. a real thing from a real movie. It's like a <laughs> little
2: more rendering.
0: Right. Just, there are so times more where pixels. like his
2: eyes just look like they're his skin. Yeah. Like, it, like there's <laughs> yeah. <just>
1: something missing. <laughs> you forgot where, to put the <laughs> eyes in. Where are his eyes? And <laughs> like so, why couldn't he just be a puppet? Is it because George Lucas hates the puppets old ladies? Puppets can't fight.
2: With lightsabers, like spinning yeah. all around. Have you even fucking Papa seen the Count Muppet Dooku? Show? Papa Can't <laughs> Fight Count Dooku. Papa yeah, can't it could be like. In,
0: it could be like in The Muppets where they kidnap Jack Black, but it's Star Wars.
2: Yeah, that's what <laughs> I want. <laughs> that's, um, yeah. That was also. Didn't test well with parents. No.
0: Wh- <laughs> well, what are your thoughts, Keisha, on Yoda having a lightsaber and flipping all around?
2: Okay. I think that. If I if I was me right now, twenty two year old Keisha transports right. back to two thousand two, and I had been living my whole life like a Star Wars fan. It's like, oh, new Star Wars episodes coming out. That's so cool. I think sitting in the theater, I would have been like, oh my god, Yoda <laughs> with his lightsaber. That was so cool. It's so dope. Oh my god, I can't <laughs> believe he's doing this. Did you see him? Oh, he beat <laughs> Count <calmed> Dooku up.
1: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so what about I'd be like, a maybe? What, about but me right what do now, you feel now? <laughs> Currently <laughs> what about, now, I think
2: that I have, a, <laughs> I, think I have enough foresight to know, like, oh, there's absolutely no reason why Yoda should be doing this at all. Like, because that goes against every single bit of his character. And his teachings. Right. And, like, why... It, why can't that just be obi-wan kenobi because obi-wan kenobi was a little bitch in the last episode and couldn't fight the evil villain and so this time he just gets like whipped a couple of times and he's like crouched (laughs) down and like anakin gets his arm chopped off and (laughs) obi-wan Kenobi's still like "Ah, my
0: (laughs) leg but at the same time though to be a jedi you gotta do your lightsaber time You gotta have a thousand Malcolm Gladwell hours on the lightsaber. So what would he do then?
2: I just think, I don't think he needs to prove that. I don't think that needs to be that's I think fair. that's just a given. I think that just let it go like, Yoda it. could come yeah. even like walking in like Yoda could be there for like a second and Count Dooku could be like oh shit I'm not even gonna deal with that cause that's he would even he would, <laughs> he's I,
0: just so afraid I think
2: of it <laughs> like if if Oogway the turtle from Kung Fu Panda if he right, walked up right. at the end and was like I'm gonna kill Tai Long. I just watched <laughs> Kung Fu Panda again by the way. Hold really, uh, up uh, I was not like, that's stupid. That's dumb because this is the panda's fight. It's the panda's <laughs> yeah. fight.
0: You know what? Kung Fu Panda, a lot like the prequels in a lot of ways.
1: No, Kung Fu Panda's way better. How fucking dare you?
0: Shifu's kind of like Obi Wan, and Ugwe's kind of like Qui Gon, and Poe is like Anakin. Uh-huh. Remember at the end of Kung Fu Panda when he kills all those kids and turns into Darth Vader? Yeah. That's my yeah, yeah, favorite yeah. part of Kung Fu Panda. Yeah. A- anyway. <laughs> Um, I think
1: it's really derivative of Star Wars, but I think it works.
0: Um, mm. <laughs> <laughs> you don't so
2: think that George Lucas got all of his ideas from an animated panda trilogy from the <laughs>
1: late 2000s? <Okay. laughs>
0: I guess the, that's just me. Did I ever see Kung Fu Panda 3?
1: We did. We saw it in a the theater, It's Jackson. the one Okay, with the yeah, Jade where- Soldiers. And, and all J K Simmons plays the ox bad
0: guy. Okay, I remember J K Simmons. Yeah, and honestly, yes. all the Kung Fu Panda movies blend together to me. To me, oh, they are all no, no,
1: no. The second one <laughs> exactly is exactly as good
0: as each other, and just feel good, Dude, and I watch them.
1: The second one is so good, like visually, art. It's beautiful. Mm, he but, like drops that little raindrop down. Inner so peace, baby. Mm, so that's good. the first
0: one. I thought. Chef's kiss.
2: That's the kiss. second one. That's the second one. The first one. Wait, but Dragon Warrior.
0: But it doesn't Ugwe do the thing with a rose petal or something in the first one?
2: He's just always by a peach tree. Uguay turns into a peach petal in the first one. That's right, he turns Wait, what's into the, peach
0: trees. What's the piece of nonsense where they're getting the dragon scroll out of the mouth and... That's the first Chifu, one, bro! That's what I'm talking about, though. Doesn't he do something with a yeah, petal? Yeah,
2: Shifu does that, not Oogway.
0: Okay. But Uguay's exactly. not in the second it's, one.
2: Yeah, because uguay has gone. He's out of He's there. Right. Ben, what? Jackson.
0: Yoda Yeah, have like been. Qui-Gon Jinn.
2: Like why, God,
0: I don't know what we're arguing about anymore.
2: <laughs> the second I Kung think-
1: Fu Panda movie is the best one. <laughs> okay.
2: This is this was my point. Ugwe didn't do the fighting in Kung Fu Panda, but we still knew right. how powerful he was.
0: Yeah. Right, right, right. He was
2: obviously the most powerful. I don't think Yoda is- should have done any fighting either.
0: That is honestly a really salient point, though, and that's like a good example of like how to make that work, even though you don't ever see anything, you just kinda know that he could fuck shit up if he really needed to. Yeah. Kind of like um Christopher Lee as an actor. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a good analogy because he does fuck shit up whatever you ask him to, but yeah. still. I I was just astonished at the fact that Christopher Lee is like eighty-five years old in this movie. I know. Mm. He looks like he's like sixty. He Yeah. And he died when he was like ninety-three And he just was like acting and looked really good and healthy like right up until he died. Like I don't know how it's possible. He looked like he was like maybe like seventy when he was like super (laughs) old.
1: Like honestly, honestly, I think like those like big like dramatic like speaking acting stuff like must keep your brain really sharp because he's just been like doing that like forever. And I think it right. just totally kept his mind, like, as sharp as it could be, because he's got to memorize these big, eloquent things. So he's like, oh, I'm f- my brain's good forever, guys.
0: <laughs> I remember watching The Hobbit, one of them, and just thinking, like... One of them. That was all blend Lee. together. Yeah, they do. Christopher Lee, like, looks younger than Ian McKellen does. And he's, like, fully, like, 20 years his senior. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Somehow Ian McKellen has aged less gracefully than Christopher Lee has.
2: Yeah, Ian McKellen, he's got some bags. He's, he's got
0: those yeah, Gucci's he's under actor. his eyes. <laughs> um,
1: he's, like, guys, he's, like let's talk... he's that cute grandpa stage now. <laughs>
0: okay, let's talk um, Hayden Christensen and Ian McGregor in this movie i want to point out hayden christensen has a golden globe that he won for some tv show he used to be on
1: oh i thought you were gonna say
0: for this (laughs) no not for this i i want to just make a note of the fact that everybody just points at hayden christensen in this movie and says he did a bad job he sucks let's never hire him in hollywood ever again Unless he needs to be a Force ghost in Rise of Skywalker.
3: Yeah. Um,
0: or, or we're going to edit him into Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Those are the only yeah, work AD. he's gotten. Um, only
2: Force ghosts.
0: <laughs> force okay. ghosts. Right on I his resume,
2: if...
1: I will only play a Force ghost.
0: <laughs> only play a Force ghost.
1: Yeah, they really um, typecast him.
0: As... <laughs> um, but, like, he is a talented actor. And I would even I... argue... I think he's pretty good in this movie at points.
2: Yes. I 100% agree.
0: Thank you. Thank I was,
2: you. The, the, that's, like, the main thing that I noticed, like, going through this movie again, is that the the true villain here is George <laughs> Lucas's ability to write dialogue. That's yeah. Right. Uh-huh. Uh,
0: so here's, um, here's what I have to say about the prequels, Okay. So George Star Lucas
1: Wars, is a moron. Right?
0: <laughs> so Star Wars. It's this incredible movie that is built on these deeply charismatic performances, right? But Star mm-hmm. Wars is is as iconic as it is because every performance in all of those movies is so engaging and so energetic and so like deeply memorable, right? Mm-hmm. And George Lucas is thinking to himself, like, okay... I'm going to make a new series of movies. What if I made it so that all the characters in it are either monks or diplomats who <laughs> are unable to uh, show genuine emotion? Would that be cool? And everyone said, yeah, George Lucas, that would be radical. We should make that movie about people
1: three who times
0: are quiet and talk with a very level tone of voice.
2: And like, so much of what made star wars successful originally was that like there were some constraints put on george lucas <laughs> and i feel like they were like well look at look at the four five six baby it's so clean like it's... you do whatever you want georgie you right. do whatever you need to do you write your own scripts buddy and it was a mistake
0: <laughs> and he was like oh for this one i'm gonna um... <laughs> There's gonna be a lot of meetings, and we're gonna spend a lot of production design money on uh, the what if, room because we're going be back to it.
1: What if this time, uh, when you walk up to Padmé, say, "I just being around her is intoxicating." What if you just give, give that line a try? <laughs> like, okay. well, George, okay. they're
2: just—they're just—it's two people talking in a room. Can't you make it a little more, you know, exciting, energetic? Is there something right. that could, like, well, I could make the room really shiny. <laughs> Uh, I because could, that's what the if, funny thing. What if thing. we
1: made the sky outside, like, an orange color? And maybe what if we I were on just, a desert planet? There could just, have so we been on a desert ten, planet yet? I would like more desert planet. Um, I could
2: have so, 10,000 ships flying in the background, if that's more exciting. And just so many and,
1: animated uh, men.
0: That are all, uh, I want. I want all... See, my plan here is we're going to have 100 men in the background, and you can see all of them as crisply as the character you're supposed to focus on. You can see the whites of their eyes. <laughs> their eyes. <laughs> um, but, um, what else are we talking about? But the original Star So the joke about George Lucas, that's what all the actors said, was that he didn't know how to how to communicate with actors in order to get them to do what he wanted, you know? And what he would always say to them on the original Star Wars, which he directed, mm-hmm. he would always say... Faster and more intense. That was the thing he would say over and over and over again. And I You are my brother! That. You're <laughs> my brother and again. in the original Star Wars. Like the the those performances feel like people who have been told faster and more intense, you know? Mm,
3: yeah. But this
0: entire movie feels like people who have been told slower and less energy. Yeah. <laughs> like just I don't know. But just going back to Hayden Christensen. He's, I think that there are moments between him and Natalie Portman that work really well, mm-hmm. but they're completely ab- demolished by the ones that are horrifying, which are yeah. also peppered in there.
1: Like, the like, one, okay, when they kiss, for this is my whole big thing, they kiss far too soon. And it's the most uncomfortable <laughs> thing in the world. Like, they get on that island. And Anakin's like, let me touch your open back and kiss you. And Padme's mm-hmm. like, She's I stroking. haven't seen you in ten years, dog. This is really weird. And then, but then after yeah.
0: that, they have some good interactions. Where you're yeah. like, oh, I kind of believe that these people get along. Yeah.
1: So like, it's like, they're, like, just... just switch it around.
0: Switch yeah. it around.
2: Like, there are t- points and moments in this movie where, like, when... Hayden Christensen is talking to Natalie Portman. If you mute it and you're not listening to the dialogue, you can <laughs> right. see that he, like, you can tell what he's feeling. Like, oh, he's in love with her, but he's not supposed to be. Like, there are yeah. those nuances right. in his expressions that get covered up by, I hate
1: sand. Yeah. <laughs> <Close> and rough, <laughs> And, it gets and I it. think... And CGI I... animated pears. There's just so many things.
0: <laughs> um... But I think, like genuinely, the scene after Anakin kills all those sand people and he like confesses what he's done to Padme afterwards, I would give him a fucking Golden Globe for that scene. It's like, a good scene. I think that is a spectacularly executed, like dramatic unit. I like. I I think he's really phenomenal in it.
3: Mm-hmm. But
0: he also is just like. I oh, wanna. Uh talk to (laughs) Batman, and other parts in the movie and you're like oh man this is a real roller coaster (laughs) and there's that scene where they're like having a picnic and they're like talking about like politics kind of and they're like have like genuinely really good dialogue and it seems like they get along and are like interacting with each other in a productive and friendly way and you're like this is good like i see this and i feel this but the pear stuff, I don't. The pear stuff is bad. <laughs> um, I also think that Ewan McGregor is pretty good in this also. And I mean, look, and when I say people are pretty good in this, it's all relative to- From one
1: scene to the next.
0: Well, yeah, from one scene to the next, but also just to what they're forced to, to do. I yeah. think that, like, the dynamic between Obi-Wan and Anakin is fun, because in the first movie- they don't really interact very much, but. Because Obi-Wan's have...
1: not in that movie. They tell you that he is, but he's not.
0: <laughs> right, but, like, they interact a little bit, but they're just kind of friendly, like, almost like older cousin sort of energy.
3: Yeah.
0: And then in uh, Attack, or then in Revenge of the Sith later, it's like Anakin is mature and is a Jedi fully now, so Obi-Wan doesn't have to be, like, disciplining him or whatever, and he could just talk to him like a person, like you know. An and they yeah. have like a charming back and forth. But in this movie, Obi-Wan is like really and fully like the stern parent. You know? Yeah well
2: there are many times where Anakin's like, You're the only father I've ever had, Obi-Wan. <laughs> and right. it's like a little uncomfortable and feels like there wasn't a clear understanding of like what Obi-Wan's role was supposed to even be in his life. Right. Where there he was like pay attention, young Padawan, and it's like, you're, like, ten years older than him. <laughs> yeah. Like, I would never talk to some... Or if, like, a 30-year-old talked to me and was like, listen up, you little whippersnapper. Be like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? We're, like, professionally at the same level. <laughs> right.
0: And I feel like a lot of people get turned off by, like, the beginning of this movie, where Anakin is just like, oh, God, I want to fuck my babysitter so bad. Yeah. <laughs> but... Like, I feel like you're not. It's supposed to be weird, I think, Mm -hmm. on a certain level. I really do hope so. You know, Anakin's gonna turn into a school shooter by the end of the movie.
1: Yeah. So, (laughs)
0: like. So the fact that he's
1: in love with his babysitter shouldn't (laughs) surprise you.
0: (laughs) But, like. But the way that Obi-Wan interacts with him like i was really paying attention to Ian mcgregor's performance because he's not putting up with it at all like Mm -hmm. every time anakin says something super creepy obi-wan's like um don't
2: do that watch it watch Watch your profanity
0: watch your he says like uh be careful of your thoughts because that's some whack shit i think is the quote Mm -hmm. yeah um and he seems like very much like he's trying to like talk to him and be like hey, you need to calm down. Like, you are behaving inappropriately. Um, and especially, like, and the in the bad car chase scene that follows, like, for some reason in my memory, their relationship seems a lot more playful in that sequence, but it's really not. Obi-Wan's pretty grumpy, like, 100% over Yeah, he's <laughs> and,
1: pretty pissed.
0: Um, <laughs> and, like... I feel like you are not meant to really and at least not fully empathize with Anakin in this movie as like a typical protagonist, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people watching it engaged with it as if they were supposed to, which I don't think is the case. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, they could have also been clearer in conveying yeah. to you what they wanted you to feel you know yeah yeah
1: um, i mean it's a weird we're it's a weird predicament with protagonists because a protagonist does not always mean good guy and we're kind of discovering that a lot like that's the whole discussion about joker but like even with the prequels like with anakin basically being the protagonist like we know this is going to be darth vader so it's like how how do we, like, convey that he used to be good and turned bad and still showed that dissent with him being the protagonist and without being, like, it's cool that he's so horny and angry and murdery and weird <laughs> about this stuff, like, you know?
0: It's well, I so think... cool that he's horny and angry all the time and doesn't have any outlet for <laughs>
1: yeah, it. Yeah, isn't that cool? <laughs> Don't you want to be like that? I just, I wish that... Like this
2: is not who George Lucas is at all. But like, so much of what makes Anakin unlikable for me is that like, he's just really ham fisted with everything. Like the second he sees her, he's like, "I'm intoxicated by her aroma." (laughs) I know, right? Like that's like, just don't say anything at all. Like we can we can surmise by your actions of maybe Obi Wan says like, "Hey, Anakin, you," I told you to. You're outpost, you're supposed to be in the hallway, And he's like, no, I just need, I need to make sure that, pa- like, Padme's okay, blah, 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 blah. Like, we'll, <laughs> right, we'll yeah. get it, we're not stupid. Like, yeah. Right, like, but, yeah, that's true. Oh, I never stopped thinking about you, like. For ten like, years, can... even
1: though I haven't seen you in ten years. Right. God.
2: Or, and then he's like, oh, R2, she didn't even recognize me. And, like, obviously she did because <laughs> she speaks to you and references <laughs> who you are by name. <laughs> And says, my, you've grown. Because the last time <laughs> she saw you, you were a different actor. But that's fine. Cut her
0: some slack. <laughs> um. So, the car chase.
1: Yeah. Is it's,
0: not very uh, good.
1: It's a fun idea. We do some fun things. Um. It's my favorite part in the whole movie when Obi-Wan jumps out the window.
0: <laughs> right. uh uh-huh, that's There's great. so
1: much fun. Falling in this movie. Like an I know. A, a weird amount of
2: just like falling straight down and like f- limbs fully outstretched,
1: like <laughs> yeah. multiple times. Like starfish style. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, like so one of the big takeaways when we were talking about Phantom Menace was that like the thing that George Lucas is really and genuinely great at from like the early days of his career are, like, the technical... I'm gonna use the phrase nuts and bolts every time I describe this, because it's the best way I can think to. So just uh don't make uh fun uh of me for saying it over and over again. Yeah, uh Like, the technical nuts and bolts, like, practical elements of filmmaking, right? How to string a sequence together in a way that is satisfying and narratively cool. That, his original movie, the first one he ever made, it was called THX 1138 or something like that. Weird... Catchy. almost plotless movie yeah. <laughs> but it is like mechanically sound you know um and in the original star wars was like him going out of his way or i, I should say american graffiti was him going out of his way to like make something more character driven and more sort of populist and then he sort of decides to take both of those sides of him and put them together and makes this thing called star wars and then that's all I can ever do forever. Yeah. Um, he's
1: not allowed to make any other movies. But. Or maybe the, more of these movies. Maybe he shouldn't just be allowed I, to make movies. He's not even allowed to make Star Wars movies. So.
0: Yeah. Right, yeah. We
1: can't let him. Um, if
2: you can make billions of dollars off of people not wanting you to make a movie.
0: <laughs> where
1: do
2: I sign up? Please.
0: Yeah. I, sure I, much. Yeah. Um, but. Um, what I'm getting at is that like in Fate to Menace every big action sequence is incredible. Like everything fits together so fundamentally well and everything's so satisfying and so clear and so easy to understand and just like clean and perfect in terms of what he's trying to do in the sequence, you Mm -hmm. know? Mm
3: -hmm. And
0: like, that's what George Lucas is really, really good at. But I think out of these three prequels, this movie is the only one that doesn't, like, kind of bat a thousand when it comes to big, giant action sequences, you know?
2: Yeah, there's just, like, Like, a bunch of medium, a bunch of medium action sequences.
0: (laughs) Right. Yeah. Well, like, I like the droid factory stuff. I think that's a lot of fun. The lightsaber fight at the end is cool until they, until Yoda shows up. And, um, there's gotta be another cool one. I don't remember what it is. Um,
1: uh, there might not be one, but... It's when, anyway, when Jango Fett chase...
2: just gets his big old head chopped right
1: off right from the the Oh, right, the right, the,
0: the Coliseum. The Coliseum's uh,
1: Coliseum Um,
0: But, so those are great, but Jango Fett fighting with Obi-Wan fucking blows. <laughs> it's really and
3: bad.
0: The car, the car chase sequence fucking blows. It's like, this is the only time I'm watching one of these George Lucas Star Wars movies, like these prequels, and are just like, I'm not excited by this big exciting thing that's happening. Like, this is not yeah. working for well, me. It's at like all.
1: with that city chase, like in the cars, it's like, oh, you have the opportunity to do like pod racing part two, but like we're in this future city and like we're in cars, so we could do a rad, like practical car chase, and like that would be rad. And then we don't do that. Yeah, yeah.
2: it felt like George Lucas saw Blade Runner and I was like, oh, that's do do that can be cool. I like that. <laughs> Can we I'll do, do that? that? I would like to
0: do that. <laughs> <laughs> and then like the my favorite bit, I feel like it's so indicative of what the prequels are like. They get on the ground. They're chasing after this person they're getting to. They she runs into a bar. And they're like running into the bar after him and Obi-Wan is like, "No, wait, stop. We should stop doing this exciting cool thing." and just hang out and talk to some people very calmly. And you're like, cool, great, thank you. I was hoping <laughs> that you would say that, Obi-Wan. That we could I really go slower. Was was hoping we could just slow down and, you know, really think about our actions before we jump headfirst into something in this big blockbuster <laughs> movie. It is
1: two and a half hour Obi-Wan. film. Crash through a window. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um,
0: but I also, I think it's interesting that Like, one of the things that stands out to me, especially in the 21st century, in Phantom Menace, is how how much it is not fueled by nostalgia, really. Right? Mm -hmm. Like, it almost never feels like winking or like it's trying to tease you with something or like it's telling the audience, like, oh, remember this? But I Mm -hmm. get that a lot more out of this one. Like, the whole sequence in the bar feels like a weird nod towards the cantina scene.
1: Which is so weird, because that's maybe the least Star Wars-y bar in all of Star Wars. <laughs> like, it's just a bunch right. of, like, regular human people, like, chilling, and that's just, like, the whole bar. And it's, it's <laughs> weird.
0: Right. And, like, at the end, they're, like, really playing up the whole Anakin's gonna be Darth Vader thing a lot harder than they are in the original one. And, like, mm-hmm. I'm... Trying to think of another example. Well, and
1: the whole thing with Uncle Owen and stuff, where it's... right, right, yeah, mm-hmm.
0: where they're like, "Oh, my name's <laughs> I'm this anonymous character. It like, doesn't matter." I guess but...
2: that I'm your stepbrother?
0: Right, yeah. yeah. Oh, my name's Owen Lars. This, like is cool. <laughs> <laughs> Barbara...
2: this is my girlfriend. My girlfriend. That was blue- me winking. Blue. I winked.
0: Um. <laughs> well. Yeah, but it's like, and that's what's weird. I mean, like I said, Phantom Menace doesn't do that at all. But this one just seems intent to be a little—I guess like fan service-y is a better word. I don't know.
1: Yeah. I would uh, argue yeah. that. <laughs> uh, <maybe laughs> I'll go first. I'll go first. Thank
2: you. I was just—I'm just—I was gonna say that I feel like, like what? Else, what was he supposed to do? Like, at what point does George Lucas say, like, okay, now you're gonna be more like? Darth Vader, because you're angry. I I don't know. I think that like him feeling this like anger over not being able to save his mom from slavery, and then right more slavery. Like that's a <sighs> decent enough catalyst to right right mm-hmm. to start feeling a little dark, but <laughs> little, also like moody. Like I feel like there has to be a better way than my dad bought your mom but then they fell in love and got married so now we're <laughs> brothers <laughs> also do you think that luke like do you think luke skywalker knows that's his lineage like your father you, this this is what happened is my your grandmother married my father and th- they got married but she was a slave and now she's buried in our backyard does he know that yeah right. <laughs> That's right She is
0: And like Whoops. Do you think Like Owen ever sat down With Luke He was like So here's what's up With your grandma She was a slave Who got <laughs> set free But then she got Raped to death By sand people And you're like Oh this is just Part of Star Wars now I guess yeah, that's just like, A part forever? of the <laughs> canon <laughs> Like Like
2: you Like probably not Like that was probably Never their com- In the conversation That they had Cause he didn't Have <laughs> any clue Who his father
1: was Yeah I guess that's true Um but <laughs> well, what I was gonna he say was just is worried that
2: Tadashi only... Station.
1: Oh,
0: yeah. No, the to go only get those power like converters.
1: The only like fan servicey thing in the Phantom Menace, I would say, is probably C three PO, because I don't right. think the prequels can figure out what they're doing with C three PO. Like, I really think they wrote the whole trilogy and then went, oh, crap, we didn't write in C-3PO anywhere. And, like, it's kind of hard to figure out why R2-D2's even here. He kind of just is, and we accept it. But, like, if we just, like, go places, and C-3PO's like, oh, I'm coming with you now. And we're like, oh, all right, come on, C-3PO. We got C-3PO every and r 2 Yeah. <laughs> and we use him for language. But and R2-D2's
0: like- the hero. Yeah. in the in the original movie C-3PO and R2-D2 are just like two droids that happen to be part of the infrastructure of like the ship that part of the revolution is taking place on right? Yeah. And then you go back to uh, Phantom Menace and they're just like oh yeah and R2-D2 is just kicking around doing the same kind of thing. He's a droid so he happened to be with <laughs> Things the Things don't change for him. In this one yeah he's also just like part of Society fixing ships and stuff, but there's no reason they couldn't say the same thing about art or about C3PO. Like they yeah. could so easily be like, "Oh, and you know, C3PO is hanging out. He's a translator for Princess Amidala or whatever." Yeah, like he's that also would be perfectly <laughs> reasonable. But like, they're like, "No, Anakin built him." Like,
2: yeah, because that's how?
0: fun. How? Why? Why? Who? But wait. then
2: also, wait, also, does like Owen not recognize C3PO later? Because, like, he's been living with him for, like, ten
0: years. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck. Owen should absolutely know C-3PO is. God damn it. Like, for ten whole years.
2: (laughs) Or, like, C-3PO wouldn't be like, oh, Owen Lars, I haven't seen you. You are my friend. Because he, like, apparently loves his friends or whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. If he loves Poe Dameron, he loves Owen Lars.
0: (laughs) According to J.J. Abrams, C-3PO loves his friends or whatever. God. (laughs) That's not canon. (laughs) Um, Okay, I wrote down two things in a row. One, Dexter Jester rules. I love this 50s diner in space. Fucking kicks ass. Love him. All I right,
2: disagree. Cool. I do not like it.
0: <laughs> Second thing Jedi library also rips. Old Jedi librarian tells Obi Wan that he's a dumbass. <laughs> really good it. stuff.
2: Like, um, I think that one of the planets is missing. Is it? Is it in the library? <laughs> no! <laughs> <laughs> then it doesn't exist! Does it <laughs> it does exist, bitch. You, that's you, so 12
0: year help help or
1: whatever.
0: <laughs> I'm looking for the word flurgle in this dictionary <laughs> but it goes straight from flu to
2: <laughs> I can't wait to see where you go to
0: the beginning of the letter g <laughs> um <laughs> can you help me figure out where the word flurgle is in this dictionary <laughs> if just it's like, not in there. Well, it's... Um, uh, okay.
1: A great bit. <laughs>
0: that took a lot you know of brain power library? for me to try to figure out other F-L-U words.
1: I like that Adeline
2: fully gave you an F-L-U word and you just ignored it. <laughs> and you didn't take
0: Wait, it. Wait, what did she say? I didn't hear it. I she said,
2: said flute. flute. Oh. <laughs> it was a very good
0: one. Yeah. Uh <laughs> The, uh... So what do you think about Dexter Jester, Keisha?
2: Uh, that felt like, it felt like George Lucas had watched Back to the Future and was like, oh, I love diner scenes. I'm going to play right. diner scene in my <laughs> movie.
1: Thank you. Thank you, Keisha.
2: <laughs> like, it just, but I mean, it, go ahead. Uh, it just felt weird and like, like, oh, yeah, of course Obi-Wan is friends with this diner guy. Yeah, why wouldn't he and be And diners here? exist in Star Wars, I guess. Yeah, people gotta like, eat. Fun. Yeah, but like, why would there be a droid
1: that's like, okay, honey, go on, go ahead and sit down. I'll take your order. Yeah. Do you want a Diet Coke? like Why is it the exact 50s aesthetic? How does that even work, Jackson?
0: They had a 50s in space.
1: But not the same. <laughs> it didn't come out of the. It didn't come out of the. The money that was generated by World War II. So why would it look the I, same?
2: No, wait, wait. I mean, I want to run with the idea that a galaxy far, far away progressed exactly the same way 1950s America would have
1: progressed. But wait, wait, wait. Right, a yeah. long, long time ago. Excuse yeah, you. 1956. <laughs> yeah.
2: 1956.
1: Yeah. You ever um, heard of American
2: Graffiti? Pop that sucker
0: right in, episode two. Because, look, I mean, look, everything George Lucas does is, like, weirdly influenced by, like, the 50s, right? Like, Mm -hmm. American Graffiti is, like, set in the 50s. Star Wars is, like, an old 50s pirate movie, but it's in space. Yeah. Indiana Jones is, like, weirdly an homage to, like, old biblical epics. Yep. And, like, to me, it just, like, makes sense. It's like, yeah, of course, Star Wars, it's all about the 50s. There's a 50s diner, I buy it. We get to see this yeah, guy's but butt crack. I, That's funny.
2: I feel like the, that George Lucas is going after the tone that was set in the 1950s. And the tone yeah. in like a 50s Western wasn't like, I don't know, a, like a cowboy from Gunsmoke walks into a 1950s diner. <laughs> and, the, yeah. and the waitress is like, okay, honey, you want a little sarsaparilla? i get you your sarsaparilla. Oh, do you want anything else? All right. Yeah. The guy you're looking for is right over there.
0: Um, okay, I want to talk about Liam, who is one of the younglings that Yoda is teaching. And for some reason, it's so funny to me that in Star Wars, Yoda's teaching a bunch of little alien kids, and he's just like, Liam, go ahead and close the blinds for me. (laughs) Like, uh, Carter- <laughs>
1: Blake, <laughs> could you? Blake? <laughs> That's a good Star Wars name.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> like, What's your name? Ray. Ray what? Ray Blake. Boom. I just fixed Rise of Skywalker. That's for the everyone. film. Wait, Thank you very much. I'm That's the movie. That's the movie. Um, she chooses the name Blake.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but like, I don't know, and it's so funny to me because there are some like regular names. That sort of can function as Star Wars names, right? Yeah. Like Luke. Han works. Like um, fucking Ben works. Like these things that have sort of a guttural,
1: stilted
0: like, sort of syllabic Simple structure. sounds, yeah. yeah. And there's
2: like, it feels like there's also just like history behind names. Right. Like those names are... Like, you could find someone 2,000 years ago, and their name would have been Benjamin. And it's like, yeah, right. yeah that's fine. Which yeah. is,
0: makes it so funny, because Liam doesn't sound like a Star Wars name at all. No. It sounds like an 11-year-old's name <laughs> in real life. <laughs> I just think it's so funny. Um, yeah. I tried to do a deep dive on Wikipedia to see if there's any expanded universe content about Liam. There isn't. The only piece yeah, of trivia I could Anakin find...
2: goes and slays him a couple years later. Right.
0: But maybe, look, okay, when I get to be a famous author, I'm going to write an expanded universe novel about Liam and Liam. the rest of his little friends going on a quirky adventure before yeah, he is and inevitably and killed little... by Anakin Skywalker. They go yeah. get
2: a milkshake at the diner.
0: And the, yeah, exactly. They can talk to Dexter Chester. A blue
2: milkshake! <laughs>
0: but um, the only piece of trivia I can find about Liam is that his little class that he's with is called the Bear Clan. That'll be oh, what the
1: adorable. that'll be what the miniseries is called.
0: Yeah, Lu- uh, the Bear Liam Clan. The Bear Clan.
1: Yeah, Liam and the Bear Avengers. Clan. Oh, yeah, oh, the Bear Clan. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they start a band and they play at Dexter's diner.
2: Uh, um,
0: they use the and <laughs> force Jedi.
2: to play their instruments and fight at the same time. <laughs> and then Anakin like, walks in and kills
0: all of them. <laughs> Right, they've got like lightsaber guitars, or one of them plays drums with lightsabers.
2: Yeah, that can happen off camera, though. It can be like a Joker moment where it's like implied that he's the reason that it, you know Bruce's parents get killed, but it's like right.
1: implied that Anakin kills <laughs> that he kills, kills them all at the end. <laughs> But it's like it'll just be a transition not. to an empty classroom, and you'll just know. <laughs> Yoda walks in. It's like the end of Boy Meets World. He's like, "I love all of you. I'm gonna miss you so much." But there's nobody in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he does. He does like this sitcom empty apartment exit, where he's like, <laughs> "Man." He nods to the camera and then turns we've the had some off. good times in here. <laughs> I'll leave the light on for you, Liam. And
0: then he closes and the then, door and walks out. At the end of the credits, it's like Endgame where there's not really an extra scene, but you just hear the sound of a lightsaber. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> <You don't... laughs>
0: uh, i and
2: breathing. Darth Vader breathing.
0: Right. And that's the thing about the Star Wars like expanded Disney canon right now, is that like originally the idea... Is like at the end of *Revenge of the Sith*, the clones kill all of the Jedi, and the only people who survive are Obi Wan and Yoda. And,
2: and Chewbacca. It.
0: But he's not a Jedi. Yeah. He's not being <laughs> Yeah, but targeted Chewbacca by...
2: makes it. No, because right. Yoda at the end's like, Chewbacca failed. We have. <laughs>
3: <He's> like, <laughs> yeah, Chewbacca, I like, hey, mega fucked up, bro. What did I do bro. wrong? <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, but, like, they just keep adding more and more characters that survived. Like, they're constantly, constantly telling stories about Jedi who survived the, like, genocide. And they can't ever commit to being like most of the Jedi died. They keep adding extra characters in. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, I like... So, something I do like about this movie, though. Obviously, the production design is great because it's great on all these prequels. hmm But I also like that... You know, the whole bit where uh, Obi-Wan's trying to figure out what the deal is with Kamino is kind of long and meandering and mostly pointless, but it is kind of cool to just sort of live in the world of, like, the Jedi culture on Coruscant, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like this piece of the universe we don't have a full picture of yet coming off of uh, Phantom Menace, and just getting to, like, see, like the library and see yoda like teaching a class and like explore like the temple and just see him you know look in the archives and stuff i kind of i kind of like that i think it's a cool piece of it makes the universe just feel a little bit more lived in you know
2: mm-hmm. yeah and i think that that leads to like a feeling of loss of like oh like obi-wan kenobi is living in a sand pit during a new yeah. like right like, yeah. there was a fall from grace
0: it makes you a little bit more attached to the idea of this whole culture that gets destroyed at the end of these movies.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, the, um... Okay. My, one of my biggest takes about this movie is that they spend a lot of time... I I don't know. I guess at the end of the day, it's not really that much. But there's that sequence where they cut to all of the, like, bureaucrats, like, having a little private meeting just saying nonsense garbage for like four minutes mm-hmm. just to like explain to you exactly what's happening in all the politics the ar- surrounding moon, yeah. the events you care about. And I just don't even think we need that. I don't think it needs to matter. Like the granular specifics of what's happening. Mm-hmm. If you just say we're about to make an important political decision. So I'm in danger. It does not matter what that political decision is. It could totally just be a MacGuffin that serves to motivate the plot. We don't need to know exactly why she's being targeted. We just need to know that she is, you mm-hmm. know? And I, I feel don't like this I movie... know, I think that-
2: Ooh, you can finish Go ahead. Thought. No, I- I just think that off. George Lucas is super obsessed with, like, this idea of democracy and what is true democracy. And he says democracy so many times. So many right. times. There's this, like, a lot of the- Prequels are about, like, this fall and this loss of what, like, a true Republic looks like. And they were fully being controlled even before, like, the Emperor rose to power. Like, they were always under his control. Right. And I think that's, like, a lot of what he's trying to say. But it's just, like,
0: boring? Yeah. (laughs) Right, yeah. And, yeah, I mean, I guess that's just the give and take, right? It's, like, what he does is bad, let's say. You can either... Make that specific stuff that I'm complaining about good to serve this greater thematic idea that is kind of clear in these movies, if you really look at it hard enough.
1: <laughs> if you really think <laughs> about it. Or
0: you can just take it out. And I think either would be acceptable yeah. Yeah. versions of this. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, I just want to say I like the Jedi Starfighter, where they have that like ring that he goes in that lets mm-hmm. him go into hyperspeed. I think that rules. Yeah. I just think that's I saw, fun. I had that same design. thought.
2: I was like, I like that. There's a there's like a civilian mode where he's down in on the planet. He doesn't have to go so right. fast, but then he can, you know, click back in. Ye-hoo. I um, like how Dooku
1: uh, sailboat ship.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that rules also. Okay, <laughs> can I talk for a second about Mandalorians in Star yeah. Wars? So, let's start with a timeline of like the iconography of the like Boba Fett Mandalorian helmet, right? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So, first, Boba Fett is just a cool guy with a cool helmet. And then this movie That's is like, oh,
3: start. he got <laughs> so that I cool started. helmet.
0: He got that cool helmet from his dad who had the same cool helmet. And then a little while later in the Clone Wars, they're like, "Oh, that helmet is from a specific race of people called the Mandalorians. And during the Clone Wars, it is a race of people that live on the planet Mandalore, and they're a specific, like, warrior tribe. And they're like, cool, so that's what Janko Fett is? And they're like, no. <laughs> Absolutely <unrelated>. not. <laughs> and then like, skip ahead the... to the Mandalorian, the show... In which it's totally different where they're like, oh, Mandalorians aren't like a race. They're just like a creed of people. You can come from anywhere, but they all wear these helmets. So it's like, so what? It, nothing means anything, right? Like, we can't, <laughs> yeah. we can't figure out what a Mandalorian is. And for some reason, they couldn't just have made Boba Fett a Mandalorian. I don't know why they couldn't have done that. But they yeah. go out of their way to be like, no, different thing. It's like they like, give no, him a no, different no. helmet. <laughs> yeah. like-
2: Fett, Why does he have that Boba helmet? Fett is a special clone of Jango Fett that had his own thoughts. He he could think <laughs> right. on his own, but he's not a Mandalorian. But he wears Mandalorian armor and he follows all of Mandalorian protocol. When right. I <laughs> see him in the, in the original trilogy, but he's not a Mandalorian.
0: Right. Not a Mandalorian.
2: Not a Mandalorian. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um.
3: Um.
2: I, I think that comes from, um, like, not knowing what you want to make. Like, it just, yeah, it started with, like, oh, I have a cool helmet. Let's give that guy a backstory. Like, it's that inside out or outside in storytelling where it's, like, I didn't actually have a plan, but – I guess people like this guy, so let's give him a TV series. <laughs> right, yeah. right, It's like the Joey um, when there were no friends. It was just Joey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: right, yeah. The Mandalorian really is the Joey of the Star Wars world. Yeah.
1: yeah. I love uh, the Mandalorian, though. Don't get me wrong.
0: No, rules. <laughs> you don't uh,
1: love Joey? You don't love
2: Joey? No, that's what I'm uh, saying, is Joey was superior to friends. Why,
0: <laughs> why was Joey the one who got a spinoff?
2: Because he didn't have I any
0: other
2: work like to do. He he's was kind of the one. second
0: worst friend, right?
2: Who's the
1: worst friend?
0: Ross is the worst friend. Ross Everyone is the knows worst Ross friend. is the worst friend.
1: I would say but, when your friend uh, is in a relationship with you and breaks up with you that sleeps with someone else, I'd say that's a bad friend. <laughs> and okay, just wait, does okay, microaggressions actually, all day long, I think that would be a bad do, friend.
0: Let's do a friends ranking, okay? Okay. For me, I think... It, obviously Ross at the bottom. Yeah. Then, probably, actually, I take it back. I think I like Rachel less than I like Joey. I like Rachel. Because Ross, Rachel, Joey, Phoebe, Chandler, Monica. I'm going to say Monica's the best friend. You like Ma- Monica the best
1: friend. I I do you like Monica more than Chandler? Monica's more responsible than Chandler. Are we talking about like how much we like them or like how good of a friend they would be? We're talking about best. Okay. Which is the best one. I would say Chandler. I like Chandler.
0: You like Chandler the best?
1: I like, he's funny and he's sweet and he's trying his hardest and he gets better. I like him. Right. Keisha, what do you think about this show, Friends?
0: What's your Friends ranking?
1: Um, Rank I've the never Friends. See, I've never seen an episode of Friends.
0: Oh, really? Okay.
1: It's actually good. Really? I actually I just... enjoy Friends.
0: Um, I'm going to amend my list. Okay. Number one friend is Paul Rudd.
1: Oh, that's, yeah, fair. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. That's fair. That's fair. He and Phoebe get married. i the number one friend. Something happens. Was the f-
2: it's great. My number one friend, the friends we made along the way.
0: That's a good one, too. I'm in my list. There's now eight friends.
2: Uh-huh. Number one,
0: friends we made along the way. Number two, Paul Rudd. Number three, uh-huh. Monica.
1: Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah.
0: All um, right, Buzzfeed,
1: where are you at? Yeah, come Buzz on. Feed. Write this down. We're Give making articles for job. you. <laughs>
0: What if I, that would be a fun article to write? Like ranking the friends, but then it's just ancillary characters from Friends and none of the core friends. <laughs> um, okay. Anyway, number the one friends
1: friend. Of friends.
0: Number one friend, Phoebe's brother who likes to melt things. <laughs> um, okay. That is a very specific Friends joke that I'm embarrassed that I can make. That you know,
1: because I just am always <laughs> watching Friends. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Um, okay. I want to talk about this whole weird clone army conspiracy thing. Yeah. Because, so as far as I can tell. Yes. The thing is, is that the people in the Republic commissioned this army a long time ago because they want to go to war, but they kept it a secret from the Jedi. So they're Mm -hmm. surprised to find out about it, but all the bureaucrats already know because they're planning to go to war. Am I reading that right?
2: I think
0: so or is the subtext that Palpatine made it and was just like here you go under weird dubious circumstances you have an army now because they're trying to push the world towards war
1: I think both are fine (laughs)
2: like I think it was like Oh, we have this feeling like we're like there's going to be a lot of unrest, and so and the Jedi they're not going to be able to do everything. So who who is the the Jedi councilman that they kept referencing? Who's
3: dead? Right. Yeah. They were like he
2: said he said he wants we're gonna make those clones now because he said get our planet off the registry. We ain't here. We're building clones.
0: Right. I believe the Jedi's name was Phoebe's brother who likes to melt things. Oh
2: yeah 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 yeah, yeah. it was
1: Joey. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it was Joey. You're right. But, um, he,
2: but then Palpatine was like, yes, that's exactly what I wanted. We'll just keep drumming up this fear and we'll right. make all of these decoy droids. Decoy droids is difficult to say. <laughs> it is. And then, like, oh, bring in the clones because look at all these droids. Ha ha ha. We got our army. Suck us. A- right.
0: Yeah. In the end. <laughs> because I love the idea of like this society. That is on the brink of war, trying to figure out whether or not they should do it. And then, under weird dubious circumstances, they just get this army, like, dropped on their front doorstep. Yeah. Like, thematically and storytelling-wise, that's a really cool idea. I just feel like it doesn't make sense in execution.
2: Yeah, Yeah. no, you're right. (laughs) Like there are just some steps that are missing. Like I think it's yeah. super right. cool to like force Yoda's hand and he's like, "We well I we're, I'm going to have to go get those clones cuz otherwise people are going to die." But then right. so mm-hmm. then it's like, "Oh, you you did this, Master Yoda. Like you're the one who started this this war." It's like, "Oh, mm-hmm. you right. I failed. You and me,
1: Chewbacca, we failed together." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm I- roping you into this Chewbacca. <laughs>
0: Oh Chewbacca! Sucks that you lost Did the war this. and let everybody die. <laughs> that's a tough you break, Chewbacca. Your wife, sorry. Chewbacca.
2: <laughs> We're gonna throw you in this mud pit until Han Solo comes to uh, find you. Yeah.
0: That's right. How does Chewbacca go from Revenge of the Sith to Solo? What happens between those things?
2: I don't know. Come, that's one of the. That's one of the Star Wars stories they're telling. Is Chewbacca Solo story? Right. Chewbacca, a solo Star Wars Star story. Wars, <laughs>
0: Um, so I remember Django Jango fight, and it blows, it blows. It's like genuinely, it's like visually unclear what's going on, and you're like, that is like such. Coming from George Lucas is so hugely disappointing. It's just oh, like yeah. this is such like, nonsense. Nothing.
2: Like I think that Obi Wan gets blown up twice in a row, but it looks <laughs> right. like they used the same shot. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's in they the do. same position. And he's like, Uh! uh
0: <laughs> and like he's, it's a gift, and like everything is so computer generated so much of the time that it just feels completely like just flubbery and unreal and yeah, unengaging, and it's just the worst.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's a lot of really really
0: quick shots.
1: It's just it doesn't it doesn't yeah. it's not fun to watch.
0: Like the editing is bad. The like, choreography's bad. The whole thing's bad. And but then they get in the spaceship, and they start throwing bombs at each other in an asteroid field, and that rules. I like That's that a fun. lot. Oh, I and forgot like about bombs, that. Yeah, the bombs make a cool noise. Yeah. It goes silent, and, it's a and
2: then they sonic, go- sonic, sonic bomb, or whatever they, sonar or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: He sends it out, and it's quiet for a second, and then he goes, <laughs>
2: Yeah, it sounded it like the prowler.
0: It sounded like the Inception noise. Um... <laughs> And yeah, I don't know, and then the Space Chase is just fun because they're flying around an asteroid field and they go through an asteroid and it's like a trench cause it's Star Wars.
3: Whoa. What's better than
0: that? Nothing. Um, What's better than that. Nothing. I also I really like when Anakin is just like for no particular reason, like, I feel like my mom's in trouble, I'm gonna go to Tatooine.
2: Yeah. <laughs> like,
0: basically, unmotivated. no, he
2: feels it in the force, he's
1: having dreams, bro.
0: Right, I know that, but that is just a stupid reason. <laughs>
1: You don't have a dream and then drive to another country because of that dream that you had.
0: <laughs> if you're a, well, if okay, you're... I don't think that's a good argument because he's a Jedi. I'm just—I'm not saying it doesn't make sense. I'm saying it's just easy and lazy writing.
2: That's fair. oh yeah 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 for
3: sure.
0: Um, I think a
2: lot of it is easy and lazy writing,
0: though. Right.
2: <laughs> yeah. Like, I think um, it's, like, why is Yoda, instead of, like, being condescending and being like, oh, hey, kids, let's make fun of Obi-Wan for not being able to find a planet. <laughs> like, what if they just didn't do that? What if he was, like, oh, yeah, that's a real problem. Or, like, oh, I can't, too far away, I can't send this message to, right. to the the council, Anakin, do it for me.
3: <laughs> and that scene is so <laughs> funny
0: because, like, Obi-Wan is like, Master Yoda, I'm looking for this planet that doesn't show up in the database, but I can clearly see that the planet still exists, it's still there, but for some reason it's been erased. And Yoda's just like... Cool. <laughs> it sounds like you already know Everything you need to know I don't know what you're asking me for
1: <laughs> Hey 12 like, year old what do you think I think the planet was a race, And Yoda's like uh huh <laughs> me too yeah, So Liam. obi <laughs>
2: <laughs> Like that would have been such a cool opportunity For Yoda to kind of like Ambiguously be like Oh we know why that's missing Like that that came out of fear Like that was a fear move on the Jedi And like we're kind of ashamed by that and like, I don't want you to go snooping around in that because I think that's like, we're not, we're not proud of that. And
0: right. then he goes
2: anyway, like that would have been cool. And like, yeah, like Obi-Wan, like obviously like falls into the pit, the same pitfalls that Anakin does all the time. But he's just like a couple steps ahead. So he's always like right. blaming Anakin. Like that mm-hmm. would have been such a cool move where like Obi-Wan <laughs> thinks he knows more than the council and it backfires on him.
0: Right. Yeah. Um. So me and Annalia were talking about this while we were watching it. At this point, you've got Anakin on Tatooine, and then you've got um, Obi-Wan on Geonosis, right? They're like these two discrete orange desert planets (laughs) Uh that you're cutting between. And, like, something that you have to take into account when you're doing parallel action is the ease of viewers to tell different things apart. Infinity Mm -hmm. War is great at it. They're cutting between, like, four different scenarios, and they each have really distinct color palettes. So you know instantly what you're looking at whenever they switch between them, without mm-hmm. having to, like, give you a little title card that says, like, three days ago or whatever.
2: <laughs> like, also, remember, we're on Titan! Yeah. Right.
0: And <laughs> Do you remember? Same can be said for Little Women, which was mm-hmm. a fucking spectacular movie, because it's switching back and forth between two time periods set like five years apart and Mm -hmm. they each have their own distinct visual styles and looks. And it's the same actors who look mostly the same between those two things, but you can differentiate those two eras because they look visually different. Mm
3: -hmm. And
0: this movie is we're cutting between two different Brown desert planets. Yeah. (laughs) And you're constantly confused about where you are at any particular moment
2: yeah like i know we're on tatooine but only because i know what luke skywalker's house looks like
0: yeah <laughs> I've seen right, star wars yeah. before um i i like when uh anakin gets on his angry revenge speeder and they play duel of the fates as he's just like riding angrily across the sunset desert I think i rules. just think
1: there would have been better times to play duel of the fates than when Anakin gets on a motorcycle and then talks to a Jawa, like I want it, <laughs> I want something cool to be happening when when Fury of the Fates is playing. Yeah, I think maybe if it had like, cause I I love the
2: subtlety of how it like switches over, like it's pretty like there's a gradualness that comes from mm-hmm. it. But maybe if it was like while he's going to find her and then he finds her and that like that's where that switches, cause. Right. His fates are dueling then. Like, ooh, it's I'm true. gonna go down this Jedi path. I'm gonna go down this Sith path. I don't know. Who's mm-hmm. to say? Who's um, to say?
0: I don't know. I just think it's a cool song, and I like watching people ride motorcycles at sunset, so I thought <laughs> well, it was good. Okay. It would be cooler um,
2: if the motorcycle did look terrible, though. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, I also just want to point out my favorite character in Star Wars, um, Poggle the Lesser who's that weird bug guy who speaks in a weird click language.
3: Uh, uh, uh. Um,
0: They never tell you who Poggle the Greater is, but he's Poggle the Lesser, and (laughs) he's a bad guy, and he's great. Mm The... uh, Oh, what was I about to say? Okay. So this is a, a debate that has been raging across generations, I feel like. Okay. I've, I've had this debate with Anna, I've had this debate with Adeline a few moments ago, and I'm going to bring you into it, Keisha, okay?
2: Great. I got At the my end boxing of the movie, Padme May... say again? I have my boxing gloves on, I'm ready to yes. ready to yeah. rumble.
0: At the end of the movie, Padme is wearing this, this white shirt that has become sort of an iconic look. Mm-hmm. Um, there are weird little fabric panels on it that go across sort of the lower half of her breasts. The corner of which rests right on her nipples. Mm -hmm. Are her nipples poking through the shirt? Or does it just seem that way because there are like corners right where that would be?
1: Oh, I have to look this up now.
0: Okay.
2: <laughs> I was not paying attention to that. I was paying attention to the action because I, yeah, okay, I only have eyes well, for. We watch sexy, Star Wars for the plot, Jackson. I only have eyes for whatever. I watch Star Wars for the nipples. Droids.
0: <laughs> Padme. Because my argument is that the whole sequence is shot throughout many different locations on many different shooting days. Her nipples couldn't have been poking through the shirt every day that whole shoot in that outfit.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking at still. Jackson, if you her... watched
1: Friends, you would know that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no,
2: no. I'm looking at there's some shots that like this the studio has definitely done, and it's just like poorly designed shirt seams.
0: Yes, thank you, Keisha. It's just poorly... the corners All right. of those weird seams. It's scenes. just their
2: costume department was bad.
0: Yeah, it's it's still bad, also ter- bad. That's
2: bad. <laughs> um, why do they okay, have go- to why does she have to have her shirt ripped open at all? <laughs> like what's with George Lucas and like sexy senators or like women in like
3: sexy yeah. senators? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: He's like, Oh, Princess Leia, like I know that she's like a strong, powerful member of the rebellion, but let's put her in a little bathing suit. Mm, okay. But I would argue
0: it's been it's been said a lot that I don't think as far as directors go, I think George Lucas is kind of in a very lower tier of like male gaze, though. Like watching Return of the Jedi, that whole sequence where she's in that bathing suit, it never ever feels genuinely sexualized. It just feels horrifying <laughs> that she's yeah. in this awful situation. Um and regardless it is a little bit different in Padmé's case because it's a different situation but even still I don't feel like the camera is like ogling her as much as other movies might does that well, make sense Dad,
1: my argument would be that she starts the scene in a regular shirt and then she gets attacked by a monster, and suddenly she's in a crop top, and that would be my one thing, <laughs> my one like, thing. Like I just don't know why it has to happen at
3: all.
2: Right.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm not saying it's perfect. I'm not saying yeah. No. no problem. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm, not I'm just acknowledging it's the worst. that like it's yeah. it's this weird thing that comes up more than once, where it's like simultaneously going out of their way to sexualize the characters while also like not doing that in a filmmaking sense. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It's just interesting. Um. But also,
2: really quick, I just wanted to say why, because that's the whole thing. Like their whole thing is they're supposed to be protecting Padme because she's gonna be assassinated or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so then at one point she falls out of the ship, yeah. And Anakin's like, "We gotta go get her," and Obi Wan's like, "No!" Like I know (laughs) they're like, "We can stop this war right now," but like their whole their whole mission was to keep Padme alive. This
3: different. (laughs)
2: I guess, but like, it's weird that he's like Anakin. No, don't let your feelings get in the way, like, right, dude. Like, that's that's the whole like that's what we're supposed to be doing is keeping I'm her safe. I'm trying to do my job, Obi Wan.
0: And <laughs> um, I think that the whole sequence at the end, where okay, first of all, it doesn't make any sense that. They're, like, captured by Geonosians and put into gladiatorial combat.
1: Yeah, that whole scene makes no sense. I don't know. It looked like John Carter.
0: Yeah, I don't know
1: why
0: that happens. Yeah. (laughs) So, like, barring the fact that it doesn't make any sense that that happens at all, it does kind of rip, though. I love that
2: little rhino. I love that little rhino. The little is the best
0: one. (laughs) If I had to rank the three... This is it a powerful- go- Okay, wait, no, let's play this again. Adeline, fuck, Mary, kill the three aliens.
1: Oh, God damn it. Uh I I think I would marry little rhino guy. Okay. I think I would fuck spider cat guy. And I think I would kill weird bionicle monster guy. Mm-mm. That was exactly I would kill- what I would say.
2: No, no, I would kill Joe Exotic. Joe Exotic cat bug. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> Fair. I don't
2: like Tiger him. King. You don't like I spider don't- cat? I-, I did not like spider cat.
3: You don't but want to live cat. dangerously? I think you
0: would be good. <laughs>
2: um, mm. I would marry that big, the praying mantis one. Because it's like, too much like mantis? a bionicle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because this is why. Because I think that he would be the most fun to ride on. Maybe I would <laughs> want to fuck him then, actually.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> I feel like... I feel like the only thing set in stone is you should marry the rhino. Yeah, yeah marry the guy. rhino.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're We're right. all marrying the rhino. Yeah. I just love that
0: little rhino. <laughs> is, is that a euphemism for something? Marrying the rhino?
1: <laughs> it's like taking a bullet. You're marrying the rhino. <laughs> just go ahead and marry the rhino.
2: Yep. Yeah. Just marry the rhino
0: this do. one time and Can all you your Can you imagine solid. if...
2: Instead of a secret wedding between Padme and Anakin, it was a secret <laughs> wedding between Anakin and the, Lil rhino. <laughs> Is and the a little, little rhino. And the
0: little rhino. Why do you keep calling him little? He's the size of a regular rhino. <laughs> no,
2: I, he's bigger than a regular rhino, but I just think he's a little <laughs> rhino. He's just little.
0: Um, so, and then all the Jedi show up. Okay, here's another thing I want to talk about, about the prequels. In the original movies... There are only three lightsabers in the entire thing, right? Mm -hmm. There's Darth Vader's red lightsaber. There's Luke's blue one. And then Luke makes another one that's green.
2: Because it's Anakin's blue one.
0: Right, exactly. But that's all of them, right? Yeah. And then when they move into the prequels, when he's expanding this world, George Lucas, for some reason, just made the decision that those were the only colors that lightsabers could be? Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. But there's no reason for that because, like, yeah. every lightsaber was a different color in the original ones. If we showed up to episode two right now and all these Jedi showed up and, like, they all had, like, their own, like, discrete lightsaber color, it would kick ass. And it would, like, characterize each of these, like, fun People. background characters an mm-hmm. extra just little bit for each one, like, their personality, what color lightsaber they have. But for some reason, they decided that all Jedi, A, wear the dirty old sand robes that Obi-Wan wears in the first movie, <laughs> yep, yep, yep. and B, only have one of two colors of lightsabers, unless you're Mace Windo, for no reason. <laughs>
2: Mace yeah. Windo? No. <laughs> no, because Samuel Jackson can do whatever he wants, so he gets right, his purple true. lightsaber. But yeah, yeah. Like, and even in the beginning, like the colors were super arbitrary because blue and red showed up the best. Right. Like, I mean, yeah, that's, they were just... Like, there's, yeah. like, there's no ab- there's absolutely no reason it couldn't be a fun little rainbow besides the fact that yeah. people are like, well, lightsabers are blue and green. That's what they've been for the past 20 years, so why would... <laughs> right. I don't want to see an orange lightsaber.
0: And I also Basically. think it's distracting that Mace Windu is the only one with a purple lightsaber. Like, I get yeah. it. Like, he asked for it and he wanted it, but if you're going to do that, you should give a couple other guys purple lightsabers too because mm-hmm. then it's like... Why does Mace Windu get a special lightsaber? He's just, like, another Jedi. Why is he so special? What if he
1: discovered the special purple crystal, Jackson? Yeah, special
2: Kaiser crystal, and he... Yeah, they have to come up with a whole new backstory.
1: Yeah. Because that's, like, another reason.
2: Like, that's why, like, a a Sith's lightsaber is red, because, like, the crystal's energy doesn't align with blah, 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 blah. Blah, blah, Like, their problem is that they, like, aligned the, like... The mythology of the story with why lightsabers are blue instead of like a crystal is what powers your lightsaber.
1: The end. (laughs) Yeah, the end. It doesn't matter what color the crystal is. Have any flavor cola you want? (laughs) Like
2: like maybe the the color of the crystal you find is the color of your lightsaber, and maybe there's like a Sith little mine shaft, and that's all the red ruby ones. I don't know.
0: So yeah, in the expanded universe, you have yellow lightsabers sometimes.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, because that's for the Grey Jedi, who fucking suck.
0: I don't know. I'm not familiar with that.
1: The Grey Jedi are the neutral people that nobody ever talks about because they're boring and cowards.
0: Is that still a thing in the like, I don't Disney think it's canon? a thing anymore. I hope it's yeah. not a
1: thing anymore. I hate them.
0: <laughs> um, and then in the Darth Vader comic book, there's one guy... Who's not like a Jedi? He's just like a guy who found a lightsaber, who has a purple lightsaber again. And I, I guess maybe it could be Mace Windu's lightsaber, but they don't say that explicitly. I don't
1: maybe know. purple crystals mm-hmm. are just really rare.
0: You want to know what's cool about that guy? Is that he's an Admiral, he's an Admiral Akbar kind of guy, oh, but yeah. he's on a General Grievous body, and he has four lightsabers, and one of them's purple, and it rolls.
1: Oh, gee, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, what a weird guy.
0: Yeah, he is. <laughs> Uh, Pretty sick, though. Um, I don't remember his name, but he rules. Um, Speaking of comic books, I've been doing a bit where I, like, deep dive on, like, ancillary Star Wars content that takes place in between the movies on this show. There's not a lot of it between episode one and episode two. Um, There is a novel about Padme. um, Which you read all of. I will never read a Star Wars novel because I think it's a stupid idea. Because i said it before and I'll say it again. I want to look at the Star Wars. If I can't look at the Star War, I don't care. Um,
1: Would you read a book about World War II? No! <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: but there is a a five-issue limited series called Obi-Wan and Anakin by Charles Soule and Marco Shichetto. That's kind of weird when it's just about like Obi-Wan and Anakin like training and doing their thing and him growing up.
3: Mm. And
0: it's about like 40 different things. And it tells the story of like Obi-Wan and Anakin getting a distress call asking for a Jedi. So they show up to a planet and they're like, oh, we don't know where that came from. We don't even know who the Jedi are. And Anakin's like, oh, whoa, this world fucking sucks. Their society is in shambles why didn't we ever help them? And Obi-Wan's like, um, because they kind of didn't ask and they're not part of our whole thing, so it's not really our business. And Anakin's like, well, that's fucked up. We should help everybody. And Obi-Wan's like, yeah, maybe you're right, but that's just the way it is right now. And Anakin's like, which is kind of (laughs) cool. But then it's also about like Palpatine talking to Anakin and molding his mind. And then there's a weird thing about art and about how the people on the... Planet are like partaking in art from an old culture, even though they exterminated them. And it, there's like a whole, like, weird little sub thing about like the culture behind artistic expression that doesn't okay. really have anything to do with the rest of the story. But that's Wait, I in want there to
1: talk, I want to talk about. Palpatine grooming Anakin
0: some more, <laughs> no? Yeah, I mean, that's what's kind of cool about it. Yeah. Um, and there's this bit where because that's part of Anakin's thing, he's like, Why can't we help everybody? And so Palpatine's mm-hmm. talking to Anakin. He's like, "Well, you know, the whole thing's really corrupt, and um, you know, there's not a lot you can do about it when you're in a position like me because I have to, you know, be the the leader. If I just start fucking firing everybody that I know is inept, I'm gonna get a really bad rap, and things aren't gonna like go as well. Like practically, I just can't do that. Um, so then he takes Anakin to this casino." um and there's this one guy who's like has this gambling addiction and he's the senator who's like known for being super corrupt and like sells his vote to the highest bidder and all that kind of stuff and palpatine's like anakin look at this guy he's a piece of shit i hate him so much if only if only he just lost at gambling a lot if that just happened he would be out of it because he's his debts would eat him alive so fast but alas, I can't make that happen. And Anakin's mm-hmm. like, mm, I saw I saw somebody mess with a chance cube one time. Maybe I could do that. And mm-hmm. so Palpatine's like, and Anakin, that was me winking. This is an audio medium. Um,
3: uh-huh.
0: And so then Anakin like messes up his chance cube and then he goes broke and has to s- step out of the council. So he's like kind of working under the table for Palpatine. Palpatine's like showing him like, oh, you know, sometimes you gotta break the rules, Anakin. Sometimes things aren't always... It's so simple. Would that it were so simple? Um,
3: <laughs> Would that it were so simple?
0: <laughs> so, yeah, that's the cool part. But then there's all that other stuff about the alien planet that's kind of weird and about, like, three too many things and it doesn't make a lot of sense. Anyway, there's also a choose-your-own-adventure book about Obi-Wan and Anakin. Uh-huh.
1: Um, oh, awesome. Which I, See, the, here's what I hate about choose-your-own-adventure books is that there's always a canon ending, and I feel like that defeats the whole purpose of a choose-your-own-adventure book.
0: <laughs> right, Yeah. Um, yeah, I was gonna say, I wonder what that's like. Is there one where it's like, oh, you killed Anakin?
2: Yeah. (laughs) Is there one where, like, you have to chop up Obi-Wan Kenobi or your game won't be successful? That's a Banner (laughs) Snatch reference
0: for you. Boom, boom, boom. (laughs) Sounds good. Um, okay, so we're at the end. Um, all clones look bad. I don't know why they couldn't get real guys to be clones.
1: You got so many dudes to be stormtroopers and, like, Whatever year Star Wars came out in the late 70s, and you can't just do that again now?
0: <laughs> Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Now that Star would... Wars is no, no, the no. most popular.
1: <laughs> you and you have so much day. money.
0: Yeah, you have nope. so much money, and so many people would be so eager to be a clone trooper in Star Wars. Yeah.
2: No, we're animating them, baby.
0: Um. Baby.
1: It's a cartoon. Uh, 100 <laughs> discreet Generated stormtroopers. You ever seen Mary Poppins?
2: You like that penguin scene? The whole movie is the penguin scene. No. Whoa! No one's ever
1: done that before, bitch.
0: Um, and guess what? Every stormtrooper on screen is as crisp as a as a fresh apple. Yeah,
2: you can there's see one all right of them so face? clearly. One um, a thousand miles away. Same. <laughs> Same. Looks like he's
0: right here. He
1: just looks like a really tiny one.
0: I gotta With say. The his eyes. I gotta say the lightsaber duel at the end between Anakin and Count Dooku. It's fun. It's good. They keep doing those close-ups on the two of them as they're swinging their lightsabers around. And you don't get to see the choreography, but you can just see the light of their lightsabers, like, swishing around on their faces. Rips. That's, yeah. like, maybe one of my favorite little sequences in a Star Wars movie that I could
1: think of. You see, I would disagree. I think it's a little silly. I think it makes it a little silly.
2: I think that Star Wars is supposed to be a little silly, though. Like, that part when Anakin's like, um, when Anakin's like, oh, man, Obi-Wan's gonna kill me when he, like, he loses his, like, (laughs) that, like, that's fun, and it feels playful, and it's like, they obviously have a background, and they've, like, this has happened before. Like, Anakin like, went in too hot-headed, and Obi-Wan told him to calm down, and he didn't and like, oh man, you have to start over and make a new lightsaber, you idiot.
0: Right, and like, it just—I don't know. Close-ups are good. And Doing a close-up like that in a fight sequence is a really cool idea because you get to like really get in their heads and like see what they're feeling while they're fighting with laser swords, you know. Which is something you don't usually get to really see that much, you know. You know. You know?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then are Yoda you shows up. up.
2: I'm putting down. Yeah, and then Yoda
0: shows up, and Yoda and Count Dooku. <laughs> throws some tubes at each other for like 3 minutes so slow, so slowly
1: Yoda catches a lot of
2: lightning and then Count Dooku drops
1: about 3 ceiling tiles on Yoda and then uh, (laughs) they shoot lightning at each other for a little bit uh, and then then they fight and then it's fun
0: literally here's what happens I'm gonna describe it Count Dooku grabs a thing off the wall throws it at Yoda Yoda catches it puts it down Count Dooku picks (laughs) a different thing up off the wall throws it at Yoda Yoda catches it puts it down Count Dooku grabs some stuff off the ceiling, throws it at Yoda. Yoda catches it, puts it down. Count Dooku shoots some lightning at him. Yoda catches it, puts it away. Count Dooku shoots some more lightning at him. Yoda catches it and puts it away. And then they get out their lightsabers and they start fighting.
1: And then they start fighting with lightsabers like adults would. Like <laughs> yeah, adults.
0: It's
2: like <laughs> It's like if baseball... Didn't have a bat in the game. Like it was literally just like the can the catcher or can the pitcher throw the ball to the catcher? Yeah, he did
3: it it. again. He did it. He did
0: it again. (laughs) One point. And it's like who? Like in the script, that seems like a bad idea. In when you're filming it, it must seem like a bad idea. When you're cutting it together, it must seem like a bad idea. Like how did that go through so many phases of the film production (laughs) cycle? And make it into this final movie. Like, how can you think that that's cool and interesting?
1: Like, and no, no one, one was like, "Hey, this is bad." This is or like, what if we just did
2: this once? Right. What if we just did this one time? Like, oh, didn't
0: work. They were like, even if they did all that same stuff, but they were like moving around or like dodging <laughs> stuff. Like, they are doing it quicker. Like planted in one place, and it takes so long.
2: I'm t- it's just Ugh. like that scene in The Last Airbender when there's 70 people <laughs> earthbending all at the same time and just <laughs> right. one rock floats by. <laughs> like, you did a whole, whole Zumba routine for one rock.
0: Right. And, like, no
2: wonder the firebenders beat your asses. That's all. Um,
0: and <laughs> anyway. the last thing I have written down is that when Anakin and Pat may get married, C-3PO is the best man. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, because why... He's the hero
0: of our He's story. The hero. yeah and Keisha wants to fuck him.
2: If I had to, if given if I, the chance. I like, if I got the chance. I don't
0: want to fuck him. I would just rather fuck him than I would marry or kill him.
2: Yeah, exactly. I'm not going to, hey, 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 hey. I'm not going to kill C-3PO. He cares about his friends. I'm not going to kill him if he doesn't get one last look. <laughs> I wouldn't kill you if you didn't get to get one last look at Poe Dameron, your best friend that you've <laughs> known best friend, for a, a couple of weeks.
0: If um, if the three of us were Ray and Finn and Poe, who would be who? Hmm.
3: Hmm.
2: I think. Oh. I <laughs> That's hard. <laughs> That's tricky. <laughs> I feel like we wouldn't be any of them. <laughs> I think we're, we're like all Poe Dameron.
0: <laughs> Those people are like all charismatic war heroes and we're recording a podcast.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I'd like, how, my, Ray, Ray. Ray. I could be, I could be Finn. Okay.
1: <laughs> Ray. Ray. Uh. So, do you guys you. do you guys have
0: any final thoughts on Attack of the clones before we wrap up? This has been a way long episode.
1: It has. It's not. You, I, I'm a long talker. It's not as bad as you remember. Yeah. But it's never as good <laughs> as you hope.
0: It's still mm. the worst one for sure. It's still
1: the worst one. Skywalker's <laughs> just, like real close, but it's not. Yeah. This was the worst one. I want
2: to apologize to Hayden Christensen. Just for yeah, all, of, all so dirty. of everybody. Because, like, it's fully, not fully, but, like, large portion, I'd say majority is George Lucas not being able to write Oh,
1: it's definitely for George Lucas' fault.
0: I'm gonna write a fucking buddy cop script. And I'm gonna take it to Alden Ehrenreich and Hayden Christensen. <gasps> and they're gonna do it, and they're gonna knock it out of the fucking park, and I'm gonna win an Oscar for Best Screenplay, and they'll both get nominated for Supporting Actor...
2: And, and everyone, everyone will love them. Everyone will love them so again. I that it's so simple. that it's so
0: simple. Then they'll all see.
1: <laughs> I love Alden
0: Ehrenreich. It will be the first buddy cop script to ever win an Academy Award.
1: <laughs> hey, 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 Zootopia.
2: Oh, true. I guess a buddy
0: cop movie. Yeah.
2: That is. That is. It's true. If you just have one of them get cancer at the end and die...
0: Yeah! Guarantee
2: win. Boom. Boom.
0: This is me. This whole episode is just me giving you quizzes, okay? If you had to pick which would get lung cancer and die, would you rather pick Alden Ehrenreich or Hayden Christensen?
2: Here's the deal. Is that I think that I think that I think that Hayden Christensen would give a better performance on dying. I think that Alden Ehrenreich would deal with that grief better.
0: Alright. Sounds good. That's That's settled.
2: It's really um, um, I really I get screenwriter credits then. Okay, one,
0: yes, absolutely. You'll be up there on the stage with me at the Academy Awards. Woo! Um, I'm a- So, <laughs> do you guys want to hear a five-star review of Star Wars Episode II, Attack of the Clones?
1: Oh, yes, I do.
2: Is that not what this was?
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, this review comes from Letterbox.com. This person says... Padme gets more empowering every time I watch this. (parentheses) Apart from falling for Anakin, ew. End (parentheses) <laughs> Wow,
2: that's her whole thing. That's, that's all, this that's in this all movie. she does. That's
0: what she does in this movie.
2: And I guess other than give Jar Jar Binks political power, like oh, we forgot to talk outrageous. about how they chose
0: Jar Jar Binks to make the motion Start to declare war. war.
2: Yeah, like fully. Uh, why? Why? Oh my god.
1: Where are his credentials?
0: They should have let Liam declare war.
1: They should (laughs) have. They really should have.
2: Yeah, they're all like, everyone's at their meeting, and then Yoda's like, well, Liam, think what you do. (laughs) (laughs) And Liam's like, do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Liam was the
1: emperor this
3: whole
2: time.